and welcome to episode 23 of the Critical Twits podcast. Today, we're going to be dipping our toes into the murky waters of Dice Masters. to the 23rd episode of the Critical Twits podcast. Today we're going to play a brand new game and then we're going to tell you exactly what we think about it. Yeah. Um, we're going to play Dice Masters. Who's it by? Uh, WizKids. By WizKids. Um, so yeah, um, I'm Brian Ennis and I have never played Dice Masters before. I'm Aaron Ravinsky. I think I've played one game briefly. Loser. Get yeah. good. <laughs> Um, I'm Colin. I've played three and I retired because I won all three. So, um, yeah. So you're, not coming, play, you're not playing today then? <gasps> you're coming out of retirement to <clears throat> deal with the new generation and show us a thing or two. You're yes. like the Rocky Balboa of Dice Master. <laughs> Even though I'm younger than all of you. We are joined by semi regular now guest podcast friend of podcast. <laughs> Friend of podcast, podcast, Ooh, podcast I do, friend. I do like the fact that we get to say friend of podcast. <laughs> yes, mm. sounds very formal. Oh, yes. in fact, we're an entity. Joe, friend of podcast. First to bear his name. <laughs> <laughs> That's me bearing his name. <laughs> sure, that should be. Can Joe. I go over this? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so we're joined by Joe, a semi-regular guest, and I'm <coughs> hoping something of a dice master expert. Yeah, I'm a fairly active player. Um, I play at the local store that runs all of the events. Um, I've gotten quite into the game as my competitive outlet at the moment. Uh, I've moved on from Heroclix onto this, essentially, which is another WizKids game. I played Heroclix once, yeah. and I won, and I retired. <laughs> I also played Heroclix once, and won, and retired. But you played twice, because I beat you. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah you, uh, yes. Liar! I took the crown from your head, you did. and wore it smeared with your blood and excrement. Isn't that the game where I just rolled fives and kept winning? Yes, Colin. Yeah. That was very I, annoying. I like that game. I can barely remember anything. All I know is there was a paper map, and I had Spider-Man. I sat at a Heroclix model once. I can say they're very sturdy. <laughs> was that one of Joe's Heroclix models? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure it was a Heroclix model? You will just break my things. <laughs> it was rolling around in the car. Yeah, yeah they do that. So, um, Joe, would you just like to give us a quick run-through of what Dice Masters is? Yeah, Dice Masters is a collectible card game um, that involves dice. So I suppose you're collecting both, really. Um, you have a series of characters on a team and you do battle against someone else very much in the same way you do with Magic the Gathering you each have yeah. 20 life points as a player and it's the, the aim is to get your player, the opposing player down to zero um, again it draws a lot of similarities to Magic which I'll probably compare it to a fair few times when explaining because nearly everyone knows what it is I've played a lot of Magic so yeah, that'd I've... be nice to have something to yeah, I mean, it, Magic the Gathering is kind of like the archetypal collectible card game. It's yeah. the first one that was really big, and it's yeah. still kind of the big squatting behemoth over the genre. This is Gently it. dumping its crap upon the other games, <laughs> because I'm not a big fan. It's a, it's a slightly more strategic game than Magic, um, in that you don't jump throw loads of creatures onto the field and they just sit there for ages and yeah. slowly kill your opponent. 
if you manage to kill uh, damage your opponent with a creature, it goes away rather okay. than staying where it is. So there's a lot more managing, like tactfully managing when's a good opportunity to attack and when isn't. Hmm. Um, there is still that element of um, randomness that you get in any of these kind of games, but mm. instead of drawing your cards, you are choosing which dice to buy. So okay. one of the big things that I like about it is that it's actually it's a lot more of an open format. I'm aware exactly what my opponent has. Yeah, I can see everything that they could purchase or or use. Um, there's no, there's never going to be a oh look, I drew this three hundred pound card that destroys you because you yeah. didn't know I have it. Um, you are aware of what's going on pretty much at all times. The only randomness is if the dice roll onto faces you don't want. Yeah. But again, there's systems in the game and cards that help you to minimise the, the random <coughs> chance. Yeah, because when you said it was a more strategic game, my brain immediately entered some kind of strange realm of cognitive dissonance because to me, dice equals randomness. Yes, it, they, yeah. they are the random element which you need in almost any of these games. It's very hard to make one that doesn't have a random element. I suppose even magic, you shuffle the cards. Well, that's yeah. it. You're shuffling, you've, you've got to acquire land and everything else yeah. and, and have that kind of potentially random mana base that can completely ruin games. Yeah, yeah. In this, you, you draw four dice per turn. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. Things can boost that. Things can reduce that. But you you have a stable. This is what you will have every turn. Okay. Um, the the dice the, rather than a a mana system of different colours again comparing to magic. Yeah. You have different symbols. Uh, you have a bolt, a mask, a fist, and a shield. Yeah. They are your colour types essentially. Okay. Um, each character will have a corresponding number. Um, and you have you, you purchase dice that go into your bag. You draw dice at random from okay. your bag. Um, again, ways of getting dice out of your bag prematurely is quite good because it allows you to control when you're using things. Yeah, I mean there, there are there are a lot of complexities I could go into, but I don't think are particularly necessary for a, for a brief introduction. No. Um, the game itself is focused mostly um, the same as again Hero Clicks, which is other game around superheroes. So okay. their main thing is uh, Marvel and DC heroes. Yep. There's loads of X-Men, Avengers, Batman stuff. Cool. Um, there's a big uh, the lanterns, the, like the Green Lantern, yeah. but with the Red Lanterns, Yellow Lanterns, Black Lanterns are all in there as well. And then they've done a couple of side bits. There's uh, D&D sets, which is one of the ones we're using today, because I know it all... It will appeal to me, because I don't like superheroes. They're exactly. rubbish. Most of them are fascists. Please see our Batman uh, review podcast uh, for details of my views on superheroes. We got I got quite angry. We all got quite angry yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was odd. Broke my love of Batman. Do you yeah. think superheroes are inherently a fascist concept, Joe? I think it's a trait that's there in quite a few of them, but I wouldn't say it's they're inherently fascist. Cool, move on. <laughs> um, you can stay. <laughs> they've also done a, a Yu-Gi-Oh set and there's plans to do a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle set because apparently they're a big fad again nowadays. Okay. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh yes. is like Magic the Gathering but it just doesn't seem to die, which is odd. Yeah, it's mm. oddly popular for how bad it is as a game. <laughs> not a fan of Yu-Gi-Oh? I don't dislike it, but I'm, I'm not a fan of a game set that, that kind of just goes, oh, and this is the rule, or it was the rule, unless this happens, and then this thing happens as well, and then basically the book you get that tells you the rules, you might as well throw away, because these cards ignore all of it, and it's crap. Mm. I, don't, I don't like that. I, yeah. like, I like my rule systems, I like concrete ways of playing. Yeah. Um, anything that's a bit like, mm, well, we're not really sure what happens here. 
Yeah, it's, yeah. it's naff. You're you're quite into your competitive games. Yes. Whereas I can kind of take and leave the competitive side of things. Um, what would appeal for me in Dice Masters, do you think? Not being so keen on crushing all before me, hearing the lamentations of their parents buying them more dice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you get to steal their dice from the game? Uh, this isn't Polks. No. no. Is that what they used to do with Pokemon cards? Yeah, yes. there was a there was a thing, and it, that was banned in my school when we were very young. Yeah. Yeah, because people were like nicking, going, yeah. "I bet you, I'd steal your nice card." And yeah, went yeah. Off with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was never wow. I think, official. Cutthroat Pokemon's not something I experienced as a child. No, no. no. <laughs> Kids used to get mugged in my school for Pokemon cards. Oh yeah. I see some fools get stabbed up, yo. <laughs> with a gun. I'm, I'm clearly not. Um, Come on down with the uh, underground Pokemon scene. No, obviously, but, um, yeah. But selling to Brian. Sorry, I just trapped there. <laughs> yeah, you. Um, there's there's a lot of nice mechanics in it that allow you to make very theme based teams. Uh, today, I've brought with me an X Men team, an Avengers team, and then two D and D theme teams. One of good characters and one of evil characters. Um, you can make a, a team based entirely on having demons in it. Mm. And so they all play off each other, and yeah, uh, so this one makes them cheaper. This one makes them better. This one makes them shoot jelly. You know, there's all, all kinds of things you can do. That might be a bit outside of there, but you do. Oh, I was excited about shooting. You jelly. can get gelatinous cubes as a as a. Oh, well, now I am quite excited by that. And owl bears. Oh, I know you love an owl bear. I do like an owl bear. Everyone loves an owl bear. Um, what we're gonna do? is we're going to dice off to see who gets to choose their team first. Okay. And who might become the inaugural master of dice. If I roll highest, I'm quitting. <laughs> Just like Colin does. Ooh, I bet that sounds good. <laughs> right. Right. I've got six. What's this? I, won. What's I this also got a six. Well, you're going to go last. You're going to get what's cool. given. <laughs> yeah. What'd uh, you get? Two. Six. Are Minsk and Boo in the good D&D team? Yes. And I'm being Minsk and Boo. Do you not need to roll off against Colin because yeah. you've got the same number? No, I'm in charge of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I want the evil team anyway. Okay. <laughs> I need We will be playing yeah. X-Men and Avengers then. Okay. Right? <laughs> you can choose. Well, who would you prefer out of X-Men and Avengers? If you say Avengers, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> it was going to be X-Men anyway. Yes, because they're better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they are. They yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Avengers always seem to me like a group of billionaires flying somewhere in their private jets to discuss climate change. (laughs) (laughs) So, what we're going to do is we're going to crack out the Dice Masters. Joe's going to show us how to play. And via the magic of editing, we will be back with our thoughts, our verdicts on the game. Yep. In a bit. That's what they did in Wayne's World. Don't look at me like that. Welcome back. We've gone away. We've played some Dice Masters. Yeah. We've had some thoughts. We've done some thinking. So, I suppose we'll start with our thoughts, and then maybe we'll put some questions to Joe, and we'll sort of sum up uh, towards the end. Yeah. Uh, what did we think? Uh, who's going first? I'll go first. I I actually really enjoyed it. A lot more than I expected to. Um, I was Why a li- weren't you expecting to like it? Well, I... I, I Joe has this sheet for like the, the different zones <laughs> you use for the dice and it looked confusing as life as, I as saw anything. That, I saw that in the car earlier as I went, what have we got ourselves into? The, the weird dice flowchart. 
Yeah, the oh, six you gotta sections. Love, you got to love games of a flowchart. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I, I don't do an engineering degree. I don't do flowcharts. But... <laughs> That's the only time you're allowed to do flowcharts. They are very advanced. Yes. They are higher education material. See, I I look at things like this that I'm holding up for the people that can't see it. Um, (laughs) And I I quite like it because flowcharts are quite a simple way of going, this does this and then that happens. Yeah, yeah. And I I think more games need flowcharts, personally. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't disagree, actually. Yeah, it's a good way of doing things, but... There's no clear where where you start on that flowchart. It's just a lot of arrows almost sort of swirling around in a whirlpool. Yeah. 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 True. Yes. <laughs> I had a thought and it's gone. So I, oh, oh Jesus. Cool. Well, so it looked more complicated than it actually turned out to be? Um, yeah. To actually play, it's... I don't want to use simple because it's not. There's a lot of tactical thought on it to go into it. But the actual getting the grasp of how things go... Is it's yeah, simple enough. You roll some dice, they have figures on them, you match them to the things you want to buy, and you use that to get more dice to do more things. It's as simple as that, which is like very much I've played other like press your luck dice games. Yeah. I've run the similar mechanics and it runs very much like that, but with tactics. Yes, yeah. I mean I wasn't sold until I sent an orc into battle riding on a unicorn with a magic hat on. <laughs> At which point I was actually quite thoroughly enjoying myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, it seems to be the basic mechanics are very simple. You roll your dice, you generate your different types of energy, you buy things or you set things into your sort of your battle area. Yeah. You then decide whether or not you're going to attack. Yeah. Uh, you work out the combats and they're fairly fast and fluid. But it's the cards themselves that seem quite complicated. Each card has its own unique rules, its own unique dice that goes with it. Yeah. That you can have varying numbers of. It looks like the kind of thing you could get lost in building lists for hours and hours and hours. Yes. If you're into that kind of thing. I'm not. I find that quite dull. Yeah, I I don't really have... I used to like it. I mean, I said before, I used to play Magic the Gathering and stuff, and list building was... Yeah, that was a fun aspect of the game. You collect and make up these lists. Mm. This works for this. I don't necessarily have the time for that anymore, so I think that's one of the reasons I get put off by it. And especially late game, coming into a system late, like, well, late is is fairly late into it, I suppose, where there's a lot of stuff out there, Mm. you've perhaps got too much choice and you get a bit overwhelmed with it. Yeah, people go, why don't you do this? Why haven't you picked this? Why are you can't play that army without this man with a hat? <laughs> you know, I don't even know there was a hat. What's going on? And yeah, you kind of need to sometimes almost take a step back. I like the idea of a themed list. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was looking at DC because I quite like Constantine, for instance. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Daredevil. Yeah. So I thought, oh, Kingpin, he's quite horrible and yeah. obnoxiously overweight. That could be quite funny. <laughs> um, I quite like Dungeons and Dragons as a concept. Um, uh, pure so, Albert team, obviously. Yeah, just Albert after Albert. <laughs> um, we could do a mo- um, like a wildlife-looking team by the looks of it. Yeah. Have Albert's and unicorns. Um, anything else we could add to that team? Uh, do, do dragons count as wildlife? That's what if a, if a unicorn does. Oh, possibly, yeah. possibly dragons. Yeah, quite a few dragons in the uh, Evil D and D team. Yes, yeah. which I love them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and there were things I quite like the X Men as well. So yeah, I like the, yeah. the so the first game I played today. Anyway, actually, I think the first game I played last time I had X Men as well because yeah. I yeah. like the X Men yeah. stuff. Yeah, they. It's nice to build the teams you kind of know. You made me play. <clears throat> 
the Avengers. The Avengers, yeah. Which was horrible. Yeah. Um, but I won. Yeah, you did. So evil triumphs. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <coughs> By sacrificing your pawns constantly, from what I recall, just throwing waves and waves of minions at um, It wasn't pawns, it was very cheap. I don't even know who the guy was, I'd never heard of him. He's like Falcon or something. Oh, yes. Falcon. Um, yeah. Never heard of him, don't know what he does, but because I had... Uh, he's quite powerful, but because I had Nick Furies and I bought Nick Furies first, I could hire in for free lots of Avenger people. Yeah. So I was able to sort of get a little production line where Nick Fury would go, right, 47 different versions of Falcon, <laughs> run towards the enemy! And they'd go, yes, boss. And they'd run off and they they might cause a bit of damage and they'd disrupt your lines. Yeah. They'd go back in the bag, I'd draw them out later, and i go, I don't have to pay to recruit them. Go, 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 go. So it's just kind of standing in front of some kind of cloning chamber point. Quickly. Superhero um, production line, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was quite good. And then Captain Avenger came along, murdered all your minions. Because he's good at minion murdering. Yeah, that seemed a bit harsh. Just to, and and then he destroy all your pawns. Oh, the pawns. He picks on the weakest. Yeah, that's very kit American. It is, isn't <laughs> it? It's kind of like, and then you because I also get healed. Hmm. So it's kind of like the American economy. It goes over somewhere <laughs> where it picks on all the weak places, and then builds itself up. <laughs> so it awards it. Captain America stuff. essentially goes in with a lawyer and yeah. assigns the rebuilding contract <laughs> back to his own team. <laughs> So he is the Iraq War personified. <laughs> what a cunt. <laughs> but, you know, if you want to... Yeah. At least we're only p- pretending to be evil yes. in the game. It's not real. <laughs> what did you think, Colin? Uh, I wouldn't buy it. No? No. It's fun to would play. Would you shoplift it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. It's fun to play, but I wouldn't want to play this all the time. I'd get bored quite quickly. Okay. Um, Again, it's the collectible aspect of it would okay. bore the crap out of me. Going, ah, oh, have you looked at 47 Man A, 16B with a shiny hat, 7? <laughs> That's a great combination. What? Fuck, fuck, fuck off. Dice Masters, the invoice game. I don't know. Yeah. Is, it, is, it, is it a geek thing? Because as much as... Yeah, collecting things. Is. Collecting things. And, and every time I look at that type of stuff, I go, I, I might just go out with a girl. <laughs> I just... I know a few. Some of them might go to the... At least one of them will go to the pub with me. That's, that's got to be better, right? That's, that's a better idea. You're collecting women. <laughs> so what I would say um, for the... Is it a geek thing? Yes, but it's a it's a, it's a subset of geek thing. Yeah, it there is. Are, yeah. There are a certain group that um, I sort of flit in and out of um, that, that absolutely love the... The thrill of opening a packet and maybe getting something you want, but yeah. normally being a bit disappointed and so spending more money on more packets to maybe get that thing you want. Yeah. I like the certainty of going, I want Jeff number seven with three <laughs> dice. Here is seven of my pounds. I would like Jeff seven with three dice, please. I like that certainty of knowing I'm getting the thing I want so I can then play it. Yes. Yeah. That's why I quite liked uh, Netrunner, because you know, you're buying a pack with these things in. That's it. Yeah. I know exactly what I'm getting I can still collect it but I know what I'm getting I'm not, not risking spending those money and gambling essentially but at the same point I did do the same thing with oh, Magic the Gathering even about five years ago I went back into I want to collect all the, all the shiny cards again oh it's a foil one uh, you know that elation you get <laughs> why Why did you turn into a seal <laughs> but yeah I mean this, this, is, this is the thing it's, a, it's the two the two ways of looking at things mm. um, I mean I am I am a now myself a little bit more of a 
no, I, like Brian said, I want to I want to get the things I like. I do quite like Netrunner. I think it's a fantastic game. Yeah. Um, asymmetrical games are, are nice. Yeah. Because. Mm change and difference and stuff um, but again having a booster pack where you go I'm buying this pack and it comes with these cards is is wonderful yeah um, but there is there is something to be said for opening a thing and going oh my god it's that one I wanted that yeah. I wanted for ages or oh this one's worth loads of money I can swap it for things and again depending on the sort of person you are that social aspect of swapping things is quite yeah. good um, we briefly got into magic about six years ago Yes, yeah. we did. And the first thing I did is I worked out exactly what I wanted. Then I went online and worked out how much it would cost to buy the cards directly from people that had those particular yes. cards that I wanted yeah. so I could have the thing I wanted and not have to piss around opening the packs <laughs> and messing around like an idiot. Now, interestingly enough, that's how I currently play Dice Masters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I open packs because if I win things or go to events and stuff, I get packs. Or if I go, oh, I need those things from that starter set, I'll go and buy that. That's 16 quid. I'll spend four quid on packs to boost it up to 20 because it yeah. change. Yeah. But... <laughs> As in the money? <laughs> or the concept? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Equally against them. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I'm now at a point where I think, oh, do you know what? I don't... I don't I could go and spend a tenner and get the thing I want. Yeah. Or I could spend 15 quid, definitely get the thing I want, and the things with it, and know that that's what I'm getting and what I want. And yeah. And, yeah, and to be honest, eBay makes that fantastic. Yeah. Because it, it's it's really good for, for anything collectible. I liked what you said about the fact that you'll have multiple versions of the same character that use the same dice, but they have different rules on the cards, different costs. So the rare ones tend to be the more powerful versions that have more powerful abilities, but you just use the dice, the same dice. So the, yeah. the dice are quite cheap to buy some extra of. You just need to get one copy of the card. You're not trying to get four really expensive rare dice yeah. for 60 quid each. Yeah. Which, with magic, you'd want... You don't want just one good card in a deck. You no. Multiples of the same to gear your deck around doing stuff like that. Yeah. So I found I wasn't as put off by the collectible aspect of it. No, yeah, definitely. What I would quite like is what they did with um, Magic is they did where you could buy all the, the commons all together in a big pack. Oh, yeah, yeah. The deck building that. box. Yeah, they, they, they did something like that. I, I know it'd probably be quite a bit more expensive because you've actually got plastic and such like you know <laughs> dice. the dice are, are more expensive but I would jump on that yeah because then it would allow me to have at least like the basic idea of going oh I could play with this and that and that and that and this and this and the other I, I mean I'd, I'd argue you can you, you can achieve that with um, the starter sets yeah to a point um, there are more and more recently actually um, for anyone that sounds interested but thinks oh my god it's a bit off-putting with all of the stuff that it can do yeah. and all of the different things um, there are a couple of cards in starter sets that are very very competitive there are full competitive teams that are just made out of common cards that you can build very yeah. cheaply um, if, you, if you're a bit savvy and you know some people that have things or a local store that does singles you could probably buy this completely tournament worthy deck for 50 quid at most which is not that's actually quite reasonable considering in- that Chances are in Magic, mm. and I've I've run Magic decks before that want four of this card, four of this card, four of this card, and yeah. each card is twenty five to seventy five quid. Yeah. Now I did, I've I've owned Magic decks that cost more than I have spent on Dice Masters. Yeah. Um, and I can yeah. I can field three or four tournament worthy decks or teams, as it were, at the same time. 
yeah. having spent less than I would on one deck for Magic. Mm. So, does any of that change your mind about anything, Colin? No, no, not at all. It's <laughs> I don't like collectible stuff. It war gaming tabletop miniatures is a hobby. I have to build them. I have to paint them that's what i'm in it for if you don't get a random space marina it could be an orc or it yeah. could be <laughs> or even even yeah. if they went here's some malifaux models they're ready painted ready made i wouldn't be playing malifaux right now because that would bore me because yeah because yeah, i want to build them i want to paint them that's my hobby there is a, it's again it's the same way as there is with the collectibles of opening some of the that you really like with Malifaux there is a certain satisfaction of actually having built that model yourself and it being yours personally yeah, Joe could say all. you could buy the cards with blank spaces in and draw your own pictures in <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> well here's the, here's, here's the Ooh, big thing you hesitated no because here's the big thing if I had 50 spare quid to go and buy a you know, couple of tournament ready decks I'd rather go to the pub so I, I was actually interested. I was having a look at how to maybe get into this. Actually, I don't want yeah. to spend a lot of money on it, but it's the kind of thing I think I could dig out, and you could play for half an hour while we wait for Colin to have a shower because he's just woken up in a bush because he spent all his money on tequila <laughs> rather than on board games. Yeah, like Joe mentioned earlier, the, yeah, the stuff uh, you're saying, like the uh, bits and pieces you need to bring with you, are some dice and a dice, you know, dice bag to fit the, those and the cards in which fits in your puck pocket. It's something you can carry around you at all times for a quick game anyway. You don't need... It is nice and portable. Yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. That, is, that is nice. It it's is... a deck of cards and a bag of dice. You put them all in the bag together, do it up, chuck it in your bag. Yeah, and that's it. You've got a quick game. Like, you can everything fit wrong. it in yeah. your back pocket if you um, don't need the board because you've memorised it. Yeah, 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 all yeah you, you need really... is some cards and a few dice. You only need a small space to play, really, yeah. once yeah. you know what you're doing as well. Yeah, I mean, we're playing on the, we've been playing on the actual mats... Um, today which leads out the actual zones and stuff like that but to be honest with you I think even now I could probably play about them yeah, uh, they're lovely got... mats don't get me wrong because they're nice yeah. to keep your dice still but um, yeah it's as much as that flowchart looked scary when I first looked at it now again like you said you've played it it's exact right this moves up that moves left that moves right done yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's used pile KO pile attack field, field. stuff you've just rolled yeah it's, yeah. it's simple stuff and you yeah. just got to so actually, that that's got me interested in uh, in playing. I quite like some of the things. Just to go a little bit deeper, that it was doing mechanically. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned push your luck. Yes. Yeah. So you draw a handful of dice out your bag, <coughs> roll them. Obviously, there's different things on the different face of the dice, or that would be completely pointless. Yeah. Making dice. <laughs> so you get a chance to re-roll. Yep. Um, there's also various abilities on cards that might let you pick up a dice, roll it, and if it becomes a certain thing, then you might get to keep it or put it in the right place or things like that. Otherwise, you've wasted an action. Yeah. So you've got that kind of a bit of gambling yeah. in yeah. there, which I quite like. But you have ways of mitigating that yeah. by sort of planning ahead, choosing which ones you're going to, to roll, um, having car, uh, characters that have been knocked out you get to roll them to see if they come back kind of thing. so there's there's still control over that it's not completely random so yeah. there's a nice sort of balance and when and where you decide to push your luck seems quite good mm. I mean that to be honest the the mechanics and the way the game works is one of my favourite things about it you don't 
you don't have this surprise element that you do in a lot of um, collectible card games. Yeah. Of oh, this is my deck, or what I've always got. He's playing this kind of thing, so he's probably got these cards in there. Yeah. No, I can look across the table. I can look at every single card, read every single card, know exactly what they can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can look at any point and figure out where the different dice are, the chances of things being brought out. Yeah. Um, there isn't any of this kind of slightly underhanded oh well uh, bluffing type stuff yeah. or and anything like that that you get in card games which I feel sometimes can lead to a, a negative play experience that <laughs> look I've got this really expensive card fuck you I win yeah reminds oh. me of playing poker actually those type of games Yes. No, yeah. I, I like that. I like one of my favourite bits of Malifaux is being able to go, Joker, you're dead, sir. <laughs> but That's fine. Can... It's the underhanded bluffing and the... I do that all the time. I lie through my teeth whenever yeah. I receive cards in Malifaux. But <laughs> would that kind of thing irritate you in a more competitive scenario? I wouldn't play this competitively because I don't like playing with people I don't know. But <laughs> I think that's the difference. Which is my weird thing. No, no, but, but that's because those kind of things are crappy to experience and they're bad tactics. Now, you're doing it yeah. with friends and you can go, ha fuck you, look, I've got this. Yeah. And, you, yeah. and everyone goes, oh, bastard. And then we carry on and don't hate each other. Yeah. But yeah. you get some little 15-year-old do it to you in a shop and you want to break the face. Possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, and this is it. And, and that... that Entire section that can become a negative play experience yes, yes. gets removed from Dice Masters. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it answers that problem for me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's, well, to be honest with you, I was going to compare it to Manifold actually because you can, you, you've seen everything they've played, every card they've played. All right, you don't know what cards have got in the hand. Which has got a certain amount of But that. you've got the same information. Yeah, you've, you've got You know what level. their model does. <laughs> yeah. All right. You might have the Red Joker in your hand, so you're going to move your model over here and smash their leader apart. But I know you can do that. I don't know what cards you've got, but I know it's it's different with magic than going, I put the card, ha, ha, I win. I've never seen that card I've before. never seen that card, had no idea you had that. That's yeah. That's like suddenly plopping down a brand new model on the table right next to your leader and going, oh yeah, I win. Yeah, yeah. Which would fuck me off. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, Ooh. like I said, this this game again, it again gets rid of all that because everything's fairly open-handed. Yeah. You can do that though, Colin. What's that? Oh, I'm going to summon this model that doesn't even exist yet, but there's a card printed in a book, so I'm going to use a proxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, it's now really, really hard. You summon in a drowned the other day against me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But fuck you. <laughs> in your own but words. you know I had one. You know I had a drowned. You you, you've got the rule didn't... books. You can read through them and see what they they are. Yeah, you could look at any Magic: The Gathering card. Yeah, There's you a lot of thousand-page manual. Yes, and, <laughs> and look books. at every uh, tournament-ready deck. And... <laughs> but again, in a, in a in a friendly environment with friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you cheeky bastard! That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I it... I'd be more interested in playing this in a case of I will build something slightly odd and quirky that. Yeah. as a theme from a comic I like or yeah. a D&D &D faction that I like or like having Minsk and Boo and going I like Minsk and Boo yeah. and then I'm going to take um, I'm going to find a human thief assassin type thing and pretend it's um, a different character from Baldur's Gate yeah. I'm going to find a cleric and pretend it's the cleric from yeah. Baldur's Gate which is nice um, and do that kind of thing yeah, yeah. And go. I make my little Baldur's Gate party in the yeah. game, and that would make that would make me happy to play with that. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily want to fight 
Tony Stark and <laughs> the Starship Enterprise, and, <laughs> you know, whatever different things they've You've got. You've played Hero Clicks before, then. Yeah, Hero, Hero that, Clicks. That's you actually, can... That is genuinely a scenario that could exist in that game. Yes, I know, and that's one strange. of the things that put me off of Hero Clicks. <laughs> Why is, um, why is Iron Man the same size as the Enterprise? This makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. He's, why is he's the four horsemen of the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, is the four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> fighting <laughs> Obama? What's going on? I was put off the collectibleness <laughs> of Hero Clicks because Hero Clicks has physical models that can be very expensive, very large, uh, very difficult to get hold of. This is this is yeah. This is little cubes yeah. and some cards. They're very so nice cubes. You were saying the most expensive thing, Joe, was sixty pounds. You've seen um, sort of the going rate for a yeah, the going rate for a couple of the the super rare cards that uh, see a lot of play. Um, I believe they are the two most expensive, as Constantine Hellblazer and Black Widow Serena, that generally retail. Well, I say re- retail. <laughs> go on eBay for about sixty quid. Each. They're ticket touted for yes. sixty yes. quid. Each. Yeah. What was the most expensive Hero Clicks thing? Um, I remember back in the. Day, um, two years ago, back in the day, the the I don't know. I remember seeing some some models that would go for probably more around the ninety hundred quid mark. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's a model rather than no. card. You only yeah. need the one. Yes, um, but all their models are shit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm not spending a hundred quid on something that... But, but Colin, if you pick them up and twist the base, the hero clicks. <laughs> he does. He does, they do! But do you know what? Even the villains clicks as well. That's a good point. <laughs> and where's the Enterprise fit into this? Clicks. You can genuinely it's have a the Starship Enterprise as a figure... And have it fight next to Iron Man if you wanted to. Again, it's pub. bizarre. It's just, bizarre. Just, just pub. A, just Shut up! Stop being such a miserable <laughs> bastard. In a very weird twist as well. This may appeal to you, Brian. They did a um, a series of what they sold as horror clicks for um, <laughs> the the. Would, weren't actually hero clips compatible, but were almost identical. They just couldn't be asked to make them work properly. Yeah. Um, that was actually kind of cool. They they had all like the classic horror guys yeah, with the yeah. same rule set and stuff, so you could fight them against each other. And I quite like that Whiskers do that. They bring in quite a lot of different franchises. Yeah, um, could they could they do like adult, slightly nasty themed uh, dice masters called Dice Bastards? <laughs> I'd be very much in favour of Dice Bastards. I think yes. that could be amazing. Just to go over another. Another point for potentially what might entertain Colin, and actually I think Brian would probably find this quite entertaining as well, one of the things they are very happy for you to do, if you have the proper card, yeah, you can print yourself off a version of the card with different artwork and have that in front of it for a tournament. Okay. So if you wanted to have your dwarf cleric be the guy from Baldur's Gate, you could make up a card that had the right rules on, that had him on it. And then, as long as you have the proper cards, you could go, no, look, it's it's this one, it's the same. Yeah. yeah. You could actually have your dream team of characters. Yes. That's nice. Or I could have all my different moods as <laughs> <laughs> different characters and, like, pictures of my own oh, face. I was just thinking yes. pictures of your own face in different the, expressions. Yes, yeah. Angry. Are you winning? Sorry, I just got to change these over quickly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Angry Brian, sad Brian. <laughs> Happy Brian. <laughs> Yay! Mm. Brian near other people. Disgusted Brian. <laughs> um, Brian on the unicorn. Yeah. Um, I didn't really finish my other thing. Um, there seems to be quite a lot that you can do with the deck building. There's quite a lot of synergy between characters so yes. looking at 
some of the things you put down, which I'm sure you built this in, or it was in the starter box and there deliberately again, um, was taking Nick Fury, who's known for recruiting superheroes. Yeah. He then gets to recruit Avengers for free. Yeah. You can then also have team up or is it assemble because avengers assemble assemble was the basic action and yeah. it has the teamwork keyword yeah. yeah so it lets you start drawing things out your bag getting more like assembling a force of supers you get things out quicker getting yeah. more, more things out on the uh, the board very very quickly um so there was a nice sort of synergy built into uh, yeah. into that um and i quite like the idea like colin you got quite a group of orc half orc fighters was it when yeah in the game we just oh played. yes yes <laughs> i yeah. had i had half, yeah were they half orcs or orcs they're half, half orcs oh, yeah, yeah they're half orc half orc fighters and then they get to gear up cheaper so you then bought all of the equipment yeah. and they all had helmets and swords and more swords and some of them had swords coming out of their swords <laughs> yeah that, that was odd but cool all at the same time yeah so you had the synergy there in that they they were quite a nice little piece but with the equipment they were even better yeah they were scary. and you were able to t- tool them up quickly yes. yes which if you didn't take any equipment cards because you don't have to you'd lose that ability but they'd still be a nice thing that you could maybe use in a different way yeah, yeah. so it had a nice sort of synergy to it you could build things together yeah yes um, what I did notice, because Colin's very negative and nobody loves him and no one will go to the pub with him. Uh, he has an alcohol problem and he's sad inside. I, th- I think the problem is that a lot of people will go to the pub with me. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's all bad influences. <laughs> At the end of the game, yeah. you were chatting excitedly with Aaron about what you could have done differently and how different things could work yeah. for a good 10 minutes while I was trying to set up the recording equipment and actually get us going because I need to go to bed soon because it's quite late. Yeah. <laughs> Now, obviously, that's bad for me, <laughs> but generally, it's a sign of a game. It's not just the experience of playing the game itself; yeah. it's talking about it afterwards. Yeah. Yes, it's that it's... social aspect of it as well. Yeah. And you seem to be really enjoying that. So I was quite surprised when you went, "Ah, shit!" And I fucking hate no, life. I didn't say. I said I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't buy it myself. Yeah, you, you don't have the investment. Going back to Malifaux, I played Malifaux. <laughs> we did a tester of Malifaux. Yeah, I came home. And I think I spent a good four or five hours looking up teams, looking up the pictures, looking up models. Yeah. I, and I did that, and then I borrowed the rule books from you, and I spent several nights reading through and reading the background. This was fun, and it was it was good going, oh, I should have done this, this, and this. I won't think about it tomorrow. Oh, if you've forgotten how to form memory again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's not something that will cross my mind if they, Joe brings it round and goes, you want to play Dice Masters? I'll go, oh, yeah, that, you know, that was quite entertaining. We do that. But it's not something I'm going to sit there and go, oh, I'm going to look at decks and I'm going to do that. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's yeah. just not my cup. It's a fun game and I've enjoyed playing it tonight, but it's not something I would want to collect. Because you're not a collectible type no. of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I get confused. No, I can't I... collect Collins. <laughs> <laughs> if That's I... a scary thought. <laughs> so, yeah, final thoughts. I'm put off a little bit by the collectible aspect of it because it's yeah. a big investment yeah. and things like that. However, the fact that there is a reasonably low entry point to actually having something that I could not lose constantly with is fun. And mm. as Brian said, the ability to be able to build a nice, fun team of things that fits. And you can you can theme stuff and have fun with it. And it, it is a fun game. I have enjoyed time with it and stuff. So I would, wouldn't be upset if I had, had spent 50 quid in it rather than 50 quid in the pub. 
Yeah. Not like Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm now quite concerned about Colin's alcoholism. Uh, <laughs> I'm wondering what it means for the future of the podcast, um, the future of his liver. Um, ah, that's fine. You can replace And his those. future job prospects. That's um, also fine. One of his employ- future employers listening to the podcast. <laughs> uh, when he got drunk with me, hopefully. So... Um... <laughs> That's just a man who paints a picture. <laughs> not a man with any power. Your kind never have power, Colin. That is true. Um, yeah, I like the idea of maybe picking something, doing a little themed list that could be fun, um, but n- it's not something I'd play super competitively because there's that collectible element that would mean that the person who could afford to go and spend 60 quid on the card and such like would immediately would have, have advantage, said yeah. advantage over over everyone else because it's not a level playing field but I would quite happily put together a little something and use it as a almost sort of in between game or a little yeah yeah so and so is late to the role play session crack out game of dice masters out half an hour an hour best of three. Oh look they're here cool we'll play something else it'd yeah, be yeah. a nice filler game and for what 16 quid for two for a two player starter set is isn't um, unreasonable to all. Yeah, I'd, I'd quite happily go with that. I mean, the the, the one point I do I do want to make, and I mean, I, I know we're all... <coughs> magic again is probably the... It's, spoil, it's ruined things like that for us, I think. Yeah, um, and I can I completely understand why. What I, what I will say, um, to defend Dice Masters a little, is that this is probably the one collectible game I've played where having a super rare card compared to a normal card... Is actually not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, yes, there are super rare cards that do certain things very well, um, but I don't really play with too many super rares. Mm. Um, I think the, the the one that I don't really leave home without is twenty five quid, but yeah. it's a one dice card. You, you you buy it, you're done. Yeah. Um, but again, there there are options around that, and it. I, I genuinely feel that it. It makes less of a difference having all the disposable income to spend on the game. It because of the openness of it all. Yeah. There's no surprises. It's much more about just planning and, and tactics than it is who spent the most money. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. So, uh, Dice Masters, uh, we're going to give that a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Oh, I would give it a thumbs up actually. To be honest. I'd, as a game, I'd give it a thumbs up. But as a concept. But, as some, <laughs> but would I go out and buy it? No. No. Um, yeah, and I think I might actually, at the end of the month, pick up a little set to have a play with. So I'm, yeah. I'm mostly sold. Uh, so thank you very much to Joe. Yes. Happy to be here as always. Um, our competitive gaming guru. Anytime <laughs> that we play anything that might potentially make someone around the table cry <laughs> in sadness or frustration, Joe will be there uh, lapping up those salty tears um, so that we don't have to. Yes. <laughs> like a, like a mis- misery janitor. <laughs> At least I know my place. Yes. Um, so thank you very much, Joe. Um, if you have any tips for us, especially for me, if I'm going to pick up probably the D&D uh, set, um, is there anything I definitely need? Um, let me know. Um, you can find us on SoundCloud and YouTube. You can find us on Twitter at critical underscore twits. And you can find us in real life, tickle us and run away, and we'll have absolutely no idea what just happened. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> no, Aaron doesn't like being tickled. No. If you have a look through our micro machines videos, you will see what happens when I tickled Aaron. 
and I thought he genuinely was going to set me on fire to make me go away. There was a small part of my brain that did consider that, but yes. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so yeah, so maybe just keep the tickling mostly to Colin. If you do it long enough, he might take you down the pub with 50 quid. <laughs> That's true. Or he might notice it, I was going to say, because he probably have already been down the pub by the time if they've caught him. I'm worried about him. I <laughs> <laughs> did stage some form of intervention, possibly with some games to keep him occupied. Yes. He might try and drink them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, thank you very much. Uh, I've been Brian. I've been Aaron. I've been Colin. And I've been Joe. Uh, and we have been The Critical Twits. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We hope to see you again next time. Bye. Bye. I waved again. <laughs> <laughs>